Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info and odds. This is G. Hey Wiley from the Arash Marakazi Show telling you find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters Championship and the start to the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports sporting wagering needs, including live betting which is dangerous, but my favorite, and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. Bet online, guys, where the game starts. Hello, what a beautiful Thursday, and welcome to the Rosh Markazi Show on the Mighty Air 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California and the 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. I'm joined, as always, by producers G. Hey Wiley and Armani Buckets, but we have a very special surprise, very special guest on his birthday, no less, the great Nick Hamilton. Nick, happy birthday! Oh, man, thank you, man. Another trip around the oh, sun. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she went with Stevie Wonder. Got, she went old school. Gotta get your birthday in, man. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. So we had made this plan to have Nick come in just because we hadn't seen him in quite some time, actually in person, and did not know that it was his birthday, so it worked out great. We'll be um, hanging out with Nick post the uh, show today. But Jihei, um, how are you feeling? Have you gotten some treatment on your lower back? Jihei, Nick, I don't know if you've, I mean, she's been playing her. She um, has not been able to move around. So I'm glad to see GK in studio. Yeah. I, it was no it's it's fine i just um i'm constantly putting heat on it so That's it's getting good. a lot better as as the uh the days move forward so yeah getting old is not fun <laughs> not gonna front it is not fun you talk so, like you 60 yeah. years old or something <laughs> i feel 60 maybe i put my body through too much i don't know so yeah i feel like i'm 60 oh yeah. no but when you're in your 40s don't you feel like you're you know I ain't got there yet, no. but damn, you make me not look forward to it. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe it's just my body because Arash obviously has it. I don't think. Have you ever thrown your back out? No, but yeah. I did not play. You You played Division One. Uh, not Division, division Two. two. Well, yeah. Still, that yeah. is a division. I played no no divisions of anything. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Uh, but I never, I never had back issues when I was playing ball. But I had ankle issues. But I never had back issues. Uh, it's just, I think it's just getting older. It's not fun. I'm not gonna lie. I always tell Armand that too. Like, off like the Garbani Buck is looking at you, like very confused as to what's happening. He, he's a, he's the young man here. He has no idea what you're talking about, Jay. Hey. I know, right? Yeah, no, it is not fun. So I'm just constantly heating it. So it's it'll be fine. It's happened before, unfortunately. It's probably gonna happen again. Do I need to walk on your back like Mr. Bentley? <laughs> no, that would not be a bad idea. I would be very okay with that after we. You do finish. not want a six foot four dude walking on your back. That's not what you want. All right, uh, let's get to today's headlines. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Well, the Dodgers closed out their series against the Atlanta Braves with a 5-1 to one victory. Tony Gonsolin, I love the dance. Um, Tony Gonsolin uh, looked like a solid starter, pitching six scoreless innings, and Freddie Freeman and Ed Rios each had a home run. The Dodgers are a league-best 9-for-3. Are they... Um, 
where you thought they'd be, guys, um, after the first dozen games of I, the season. I think so. They are the best team in baseball right now. They are not perfect. I did not expect them to be perfect through 12, but this is uh, what you, you would like to see. The only concern that I had, not only during the first series in Colorado, but to begin the season, was the starting pitching. And if you could get the guys who, I, you know, I didn't know if Tony Gonsolin could be a consistent go-to guy, and we don't know that yet, but good performance for the Dodgers again. Nine and three to start the season. This is a good thing when you can beat the hated Atlanta Braves, and I do not like the Atlanta Braves. But we took Freddie Freeman, and he's been playing well. Uh, so Nick, but, but by the way, a noontime game when one of those rare uh, you know games where the uh, you know beginning of the game is at noon. Uh, Nick, your thoughts on the game last night? No, I thought the game was it was a good game. I mean, Freddie Freeman. W- I think he saved his home runs for this team because of the way he was treated by Atlanta and disrespected by the Atlanta Braves organization. So I thought it was great. Nine and three is a good is a good record. And you mentioned Tony Gonsolin. I like the combo with Tony Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson. I think that combo is going to provide dividends for them down the road. I think they're trying to figure out figure it out right now with Dave Roberts Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out the chemistry between those two. But they seem like those two on the same page. So even if Goslin may go four or five and you bring in Tyler Anderson to go maybe a couple of innings after that and then go into your middle relief and then your relief. I think it's good. But the surprising one is Andrew Heaney. Yes. Andrew Heaney really threw some heat. And we hadn't seen that Andrew Heaney since the days of his him being with the Angels. Mm-hmm. So I like that. But the important part is when is Trevor Bauer going to come back? Because they're going to need Trevor Bauer, especially with MLB dragging the feet yeah. the way they are with his case. Is, is there going to be a suspension? And if so, how long is the suspension? Is it going to be some type of time served? Because he's been out since June 28th yeah. of last season. So what's that going to entail? Because they need another arm. You talked about the starting pitching. They're going to need another arm. No. Kershaw can only go six. That's not going to be significant enough if they're going to go deep into the playoffs, especially been trying to have the best record in the National League. But I tell you that the highlight of the homestand was my man K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar hanging out in the pavilion with the fans. Kung Fu Kenny was (laughs) hanging out with the fans. I love it. Wait, let's start there. Kendrick Lamar, what was behind that? Because I got a... a, Someone from the team told me he's going to be sitting in the right field pavilion. I said, no, you know, because the celebrities are always Mm -hmm. in the dugout club, like in the suite. Right field pavilion, man of the people. What was there a story behind that, or what? Like, why was he in the right field? I pavilion? think it's just K Dot being K Dot. Yeah. I mean, I think he's just he loves the people. You know, he has a new album coming out mm-hmm. May thirteenth on his own label, which was that that press release was released about maybe a few days before he came yeah. to Dodger Stadium. So I think it's just part of the press. I see. I can't wait for the album to drop. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I want all, everybody that talked about West Coast artists and when is Kendrick dropping? When it well now he's dropping. So shut up and listen. <laughs> by the album, people. By the album. Um, yeah, no, I think he's just a man of the people, and I yeah. mean, LA obviously loves him because his hometown kid, man. Yeah. Like you can't can't hate on Kendrick Lamar when you're from LA and you, oh, yeah. you know live in LA, and the fact that he's willing to just I, I shouldn't say willing to like I think that everybody should just sit in regular seats, but. Um, but the fact that he is willing to sit down in a, in a regular seat in the in the pavilion and not go to those suites or not go you know and just be a normal person, uh, just it shows it shows the kind of character that he has. Yeah. Hey man, yeah. who's the best, Drake, Cole, or Doc? 
that's that's yeah. the it's like Biggie, Jay Z, or Nas. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, you can't. Yeah. Nas, that's the new. That's Let the me new version. Ask you about Trevor though. You know, the, the, there was that story that came out that he may have just showed up on Sunday. Um, I'm glad he didn't. I mean, there's there's no need for a scene like that where security has to stop him. I and mean, maybe that that's the scene that he wants. What sense do you get in terms of if if he would be welcomed back by the teammates, the clubhouse? And the fans, because you know it's going to be a one to two day thing. Mm-hmm. But then after that, like, like I'm very curious, like if he, what he has not done is at least apologize for what he has done. And then I think, I think that there is this sort of, he'll start, like it'll be a thing. You're going to get news reporters out there. But then I think that that's going to move on. Wh- what sense do you get? Would the players say, hey, you can come on back now? Well, I think first and foremost, I think it was brilliant for him to put that out there for his people to put that out there to yeah. come up to publicity. But I think he needs to go and talk to his team. I need, I think he needs to have a come to Jesus moment with his teammates sure. and get that rectified. I think with the fans, like you said, an apology, but also just being transparent. And then third, you got to go out there and win. He has the first three or four starts. He's got to win those starts. I think if winning is the key to everything. Yeah, there's no doubt about that because, you know, you can... You could apologize, but once he starts winning, if he pitches like a no-hitter or something, I promise you, and I'm, I'm, and I'm not, you know, what he did is what he did, but 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 if he starts going out there and performing and helping this team win, I think he'll win over the fans, he'll win over his teammates. We'll see if this happens, but yeah, well, my guess is at some point in time, we will see him back. Well, don't look now. The Los Angeles Angels have the best record in the American League at 8-5. and five. I never thought I'd actually say that. Shohei Otani was pitching a perfect game, entering the sixth inning in the Angels' 6-0 to zero shutout of Houston last night. Otani tied a career high with 12 strikeouts and also added two hits and two RBIs. The Angels are one of the best teams in baseball with two of the best players ever. But no one's really talking about them, guys. What gives? Not only is no one talking about them, this is fascinating to me that the Los Angeles Times, for example, doesn't have a reporter covering them right now. Their their broadcast booth, I think, is doing the games remotely. They are being covered like a minor league team. I know that they are the Angels. They are not the Dodgers. That being said, to your point, Jihei, best record in their league right now, leading their division, just shut out Houston. What if Shohei Otani had pitched a perfect game? And then you're like, who's there like commenting on this game for us? Who's there reporting on this game for us? And again, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout. I mean, this is their season where I think a lot of people thought, okay, things are going to finally come together. They have to be healthy. But if they are healthy, I, I think this team wins the postseason. I mean, wins their division, uh, I, which is saying a lot, which is saying a lot with against Houston. I think they can win the division this year. I mean, they just shut out Houston. And I know it's early in the season. But Joe Madden, I, I really like him as a manager. But Nick, your thoughts on this team? Again, no one's, I mean, it's almost like a secret. No one's talking about this team. Yeah, I think because seeing is believing. I mean, we've gone down this road before. I mean, last year, Anthony Rendon, Mike Trout, and Shohei Otani played a combined 17 games yeah, together. Yeah. Right? And you mentioned health, which is a, a key factor. But also, too, I think the lack of promotion. I mm-hmm. think promotion has to be increased. I mean, we know about the Dodgers. Obviously, Dave Roberts came out with that incredible prediction about his team winning it all. So I think that put the Dodgers right there on the map to say, and then they got Freddie Freeman. They got some big time stars when they spend the money. I think outside of Trout and Otani, who do you really have? Oh, yeah. So I think people are cautiously 
optimistic but they're waiting to see what's going to happen because I disagree with you. I don't think they're going to win the division. I, I mean, think Houston somehow, should, yeah, right, I think or? somehow, or Seattle. Okay. I think somehow, some way, they're going to find a way to not win the division. Now they may get in by a wild card. Okay. And they still may make the playoffs in a wild card. But now you got to win because no. the last time they went to a playoff, they got swept. Right. Yeah. We ain't forgot about that. Yeah. So the Angels have a lot of work to do. I think they're trending in the right direction, but they got to stay that way. They can't get ahead of themselves. They got to take it game by game, series by series, and then look back on it at maybe periodically and see, okay, what is the progress? I love Joe Madden. I think he's a great baseball mind, but you got to have the pieces in place yeah. in order to, to really showcase what that mind is about. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Promotion and winning, like, because even though they're in Anaheim, and they're but they're called the Los Angeles Angels, L.A., only um, recognizes you if you win. So if you're not going to be winning, then you're not going to be relevant. So, yeah. and also like you said, Arash, it's a 162 game season. It's, so it's going to be a hot minute, and then injuries are going to come into play. So let's just can we just like put? I always say this in the beginning of um, baseball season. Let's put a pin. Let's put a pause really quick because it's going to be a hot minute until we know. I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, I think we, that being said, though, it, we there's not a whole lot for us to talk about come May, June, July, <laughs> and August. Sure. So I know it's a long season, but um, but we have to conjecture and talk about what may or may not be. So yeah, I mean, I think this is this is a crucial year for Shohei Otani because yeah. as the as his contract comes up, and you know that second contract is going to be a big time contract, and he could possibly leave the Angels and go and finally go to a That'd bigger market. And wouldn't it be ironic if he goes <laughs> the, to the Dodgers? Are you putting exactly. that in the ether out there? I'm just, here's the thing. Traditionally, the Dodgers have always brilliantly marketed their Asian players. Oh, yeah. Whether it was Chan Ho Park, Hideo Nomo, yeah. um, you know, it, their, their previous. And, and I think Shohei Otani would be no different. And he's in a bigger market. Look, people love Showtime. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the face of MLB right now. Game, yeah. yeah. So yeah. why not go to the Dodgers and then help them win another World Series title? Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps, too, that he would be closer to the Asian community, too. I'm not saying that there's no Asian community in, out there in Anaheim, because there is. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I guess you're right. L.A. just knows how to market them. Uh, L.A. knows how to, like, blow up your spot and just in a positive light. So and then you have a huge, huge market out there um, in in LA with, with the Asian community. So, I mean, I love how you're putting it out there in the ether, but I don't know, like he, but he could also possibly be going someplace else. That's going to be a huge major market. That's yeah, willing to pay him too. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, that that's a major concern as well. Right. Like I'm sure that they're like counting down the, the year and being like, Oh my gosh, we, we might not get this guy next year because he's going to want to go someplace else. And, but then, but then again, Asians are humble, man. They're very, very Listen. humble. And they, and they like to say, so, this is Shohei Otani. <laughs> you get your bread and leave. <laughs> That's right. If they're not winning, they're not making the playoffs or making a strong playoff appearance, it's time to go. Yeah. This this organization is not going to get you to the promised land. You have to go somewhere that's going to help you get there and continue to further your brand. This is We're living in an age of branding. Yeah, no doubt about that. And, and here's the thing. He has a time period where he can have this kind of success. You want to be on the grandest stage. And I know it's the Angels and they have the same market. It's not Dodger Stadium. It's not Los Angeles. It is not the Dodgers. So if I was Shohei Otani, come 
welcome to the real Los Angeles. <laughs> well, speaking of getting little to no attention, the Kings are back on the ice tonight to face the Chicago Blackhawks, and it's Rams night at Crypto.com Arena. The Kings are almost a lock to make the postseason as the third seed in the Pacific Division, and they're just four points behind Edmonton for second place. Do you guys think the Kings' chances of making some noise this postseason, do they have it? I do like their chances to make some noise. I don't think that this is like the 2012-2014 team. Certainly, you know, when I think back to the 2012 team that really made it into the postseason, like the last game, last day of the season, and then went on this incredible run to win the Cup. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I'm just happy that, that after three long years that they're back in the postseason because... Kings playoff games are fantastic and it's been a grind this year in terms of you know people coming back to the arena with the pandemic happening and, and so um if they not only make the, the uh postseason Nick no Lakers no Clippers the Kings would have the stage now whether that helps them or not I'm not sure I think it finally the, the, this moment if you have not gone to a Kings game there's no Lakers no Clippers beginning of the baseball season no college sports the kings have the stage now what they do with it is the question do they do do they actually go on some kind of a run here and capture the hearts of los angeles again i think people pay attention mostly to playoff hockey exactly they don't yeah. pay attention overall to the yeah. regular season but playoff hockey sure and you got a, a team in the los angeles market like the kings like you said, that 2012 run, and even the 2013 run, they lost against the Blackhawks, but they went, I believe it was the conference finals. Com but they conference lost. finals, yeah. So then they came back the following year and then won it again. That's when I was there. That's so right, that, was, yeah. that was great. But, again, I agree with you. It doesn't have that same vibe of those two teams that we talked about, those two Stanley Cup winning teams, but they're on the verge. It kind of reminds me of the 2013 team that went to the conference finals. Now, I'm not saying I'm not drunk. It's too early to drink it right <laughs> no. now, but... I will say I think it depends on how they they're seated. Sure, I think they can make it to the, at least the second round. Interesting, and then it's a crapshoot. Exactly. Yeah, I mean I think that they're extremely young right now, right? Because you only have like you got three vets on, on that team that actually know what it's like to win a cup. Um, so I think it's going to be an uphill battle for them. But I think that the following year. Because they are developing, they, they are, are they are making it so that they can be like this is their foundation right now for winning. Um, if they don't win this year, definitely next year because they have come together as a unit and the, the way that they're playing with one another um, overall is pretty phenomenal. So I mean, no, trust me, nobody other than the Kings knew thought that they would be here, right? Like they they were the only ones that yeah. knew that they would be in this position uh, to at least vie for the cup this year so no, nobody else had a little bit of faith in that yeah you know when we had luke on before the uh, season he said this is the first season that we're actually you know hoping to do something i think the prior three years were not a shock to the franchise they were rebuilding this was a young team they had young draft picks this was the first year where they were like okay like we don't know what we can be the expectation is we will be a playoff team and now that they are a playoff team this is those moments when you can learn from that again this is not a Stanley Cup championship team but to Nick's point if you make it to the playoffs which they will if you win a first round series those moments give you confidence that 2012 championship team was built off making the postseason the previous two years and despite the fact that they lost I think in the first round both years um 
once to Vancouver and once to the uh, Sharks. That experience helped them. So just getting to the postseason was huge. That's why a week ago when we thought, wow, they're kind of on a slide and Vegas is on the uptick and if Vegas makes the, 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 the postseason, you just want to have that, you know, playing games that matter this time of year. That's huge. Oh, it's, it's huge. And it, because we were trying to figure out who was going to be a odd man out. Was it going to be Vegas? Was it going to be Dallas? Yeah. Or was it going to be the Kings? Yeah. That was about two weeks ago. We were trying to figure that out. Now we kind of have a little bit more uh, clarity as far as where the Kings are going to end. They have a couple of games left. They can win those games. Those are actually winnable games. And they can really make a mark and really go have a strong start in the playoffs because of how they finish the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. My only issue is that NHL programming in the past has been garbage. It's just been really, really bad because they always coincide with the NBA and ah. they like, they'll, they will, the NHL will schedule a major game at the same time that like, let's say like the Lakers in San Antonio are playing. They'll schedule at the same time and no offense to hockey, it's a niche sport. So like a lot of people won't tune in to that major game and they'll tune into Lakers Spurs. So I'm just concerned about that now that ESPN's taken over a little bit. So I'm wondering how, how that's going to play out for them. Well, I like to, well, you, you mentioned ESPN, but then NBC Sports, I believe, is doing some games. Yeah. And I think yeah. I, I love the fact that Turner Sports got involved with the NHL. So I think it brings yeah. more a diverse audience and it brings more eyeballs to it, especially in the playoffs. So especially now that we don't have to talk about LeBron James all the damn time. <laughs> Amen. Uh, we can actually focus on other people that actually matter. Exactly. Amen. All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be talking about the Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, and the NBA postseason when we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California and the fan in Las Vegas. Are you paying down old credit card debt? I know I am. A personal loan could be your solution, guys. Loans usually come with a fixed monthly payments, making them a simple way to help pay off your credit cards. Plus, loans usually have lower interest rates than credit cards do, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for yourself. Uh, credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you are getting approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chances of approval so you can choose between loan um, loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free, won't affect your credit score, and could save you money. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's credit car creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California and 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas. Just as a reminder, if you want to win tickets to a future Kings or Galaxy game, call our hotline 310-400-0340. We are going to continue with today's headlines because we do have Nick Hamilton in studio and it is his birthday so like we have just so much to get into such a, a packed day so uh, Jihei if you would let's get back to today's headlines Well, guys, the Golden State Warriors have leapfrogged the Phoenix Suns as slight favorites to win the NBA championship after the first two games of the postseason and the injury to Devin Booker. Do you agree with the odds makers who have now made the Warriors the favorite? I do, because I said even before this season, and I did like the Suns, but I said if the Warriors are healthy, 
They got Steph Curry, they got Klay Thompson, they got Draymond Green, the guy that I did not expect, Jordan Poole. My goodness. This is, I believe, if they are healthy and playing the way that they have, and I don't expect them to blow out this entire postseason and win by 20, but this is, in my view, the best team. They have that championship DNA. That core group has won uh, championships before, and the amazing thing about this, they've, they've really brought along these young players. So I still like the Suns. We'll see how many games Devin Booker has to miss, but uh, in my view, right now, my championship pick would be the Warriors. Yeah, before I get kicked out, uh, Rosh is probably going to get mad at me. But I'm going to strongly disagree with that. Right, I think no, it's a knee-jerk okay. reaction. I think because we know that Devin Booker and, and how essential he is to the Phoenix Suns, and even in, in Chris Paul's absence during the season when Chris Paul was, was injured, but this team has proven they can win without Devin Booker. Yeah. They've proven they can win without Chris Paul as long as one of those guys are on the floor at all times. And I think now, even though he's going to be out for, I believe, game three and game four, possibly if it goes, you know, obviously he's going to go to a game five, he might be out game five. He might be out the entire first round series. But if he's able to come back in the second round and contribute significantly, I cannot count out the Phoenix Suns. I love the Golden State Warriors. Shout out to my man, Mr. Number, Mr. Uh, 28th pick, Jordan Poole, That's right. putting it down. I'm going to start calling him Splash Mountain because I'm going to start calling Clay Thompson. Steph Curry and Jordan Poole Splash wow. Mountain because that's exactly what they played like. I'm excited for Jordan Poole. I, I love to see the Warriors compete. I want to see a Suns Warriors seven game Western Conference Final yeah. Series. Damn it, do not deprive me of that. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I'm going to blame Mirage if that doesn't happen. <laughs> Is that going to be one of those things where, like, you're like, I'm never coming back yeah, because yeah. we didn't I'm get it. No, I'm coming to Arash's house. I'm coming to his house and knocking on the door. <laughs> I totally understand the Warriors' optimism. It's it's warranted. The team that I think we have forgotten about a little bit is the Memphis Grizzlies. And I understand that Minnesota is a very viable opponent. But when you look at what the Grizzlies accomplished all season and the depth that they have, this Warriors team their depth is awesome, but I really think that I understand you go eight or nine man in the playoffs. John Morant has a case to be the best player in that series if they do meet up. I don't want to discredit Minnesota because Memphis might not get past Minnesota. It's very, it's very realistic that Minnesota takes them out. When we look at the big picture landscape of the NBA right now, I think the favorites is a mix between Phoenix, Golden State, Philadelphia, maybe even Boston, Miami, who knows? But I think it's a coin toss. I don't think there's a clear favorite as of right now. And speaking of which, I don't think this is going to sound like a homer pick. I don't think the Bucks are making it out of round one. Wow. I think the Chicago Bulls are going to beat them. Chris Middleton with the sprained MCL. That's it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yes. you, like, you, were, you were so like anti them this whole entire Correct. time, and now you're coming back. Is this because... So I I personally believe it's because this is playoff basketball. This is not regular season basketball. Like You have to turn it up um, for playoff basketball. So I think that that's one of the reasons why you're maybe jumping the gun and being like, okay, Chicago is definitely going to come out of this. I think that when you look at the Bulls-Bucks series so far, if you take out the first quarter of game one when the Bulls just got killed, they were down by like 20. The Bulls have dominated the series from that point on. And Giannis looks more and more like a one-man show. If you take Chris Middleton away, Alex Caruso, by the way, thank you so much, Jeannie Buss, for Alex Caruso. <laughs> Alex luxury Caruso. Tax. We did this for luxury tax. Incredible. 
last night he was guarding Giannis. Now you're going to put him on Drew Holiday, which is probably going to limit Holiday's impact completely. Yeah. It's a one-man team. The Bulls are going to win this series. I'm really confident in saying that. Well, first of all, apparently somebody's been drinking this afternoon <laughs> before I got started because I don't know how in the hell do you sit up here and even put the Memphis Grizzlies or the Minnesota T-Wolves in the same sentence as the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. Like, I love John Moran. I think he's an absolute stud. I think John Moran had, truly has that Mamba mentality. He reminds me of a young Kobe. It's just he's more fearless and more agile. But there's no way in hell you're going to tell me, and I love Ant-Man. Ant-Man, is uh, to me, is a stud as well. But these guys are still young in the tooth. They, John Moran has no help. I'm sorry. They need to put him around. They need to bring another star in there, much like how we saw Kawhi and Paul George come together. They need to, he needs another star to help him. They're not going to do anything. They're going to be exciting. They're going to be it's going to be a fun series, but they're done. Same thing with Minnesota. Because I can't count on Cat all the time. Cat is ridiculously inconsistent. He's talented as hell, but he's ridiculously inconsistent. I love Ant-Man, but he can't do it by himself. D-Lo, Lord knows where he's going to be at times. So I can't. And Patrick Beverly, hell, he may come out there with the Ric Flair robe and don't even want to play. <laughs> um, but the two teams to me in the West that you have to look at seriously are the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. Now, you talk about the Eastern Conference, wide open. Wide freaking open. I don't understand how you go up against you go against Giannis in the Bucks all of a sudden. Because I think Giannis, if we're gonna call Giannis that superstar that we believe that he is, he's gonna have to find a way to pull it out. You cannot go out in the first round. Yes, I understand about Chris Middleton, and that's unfortunate, and he is a key piece to their offense and their organization. But if you're Giannis and you're that superstar, you are that guy. You're gonna have to find a way to go in your bag and dig out whatever tricks that you have up your sleeve. To produce on the on the floor, Drew Holiday is going to have to figure it out. Guys are going to have to step up in that organization. He's going to have to rally his troops to get to pass the first round. Because if he goes out in the first round, I don't want to hear crap about Giannis being a superstar. I told y'all he was the luckiest champion of all time, and that's exactly what he's going to be in my book until he wins another one. Let's also keep keep in mind this series is only at one and one. Yeah, right now, so they just. My man over here sweating like he just about to go lose like he about to lose his entire income, man. I think that when when you look at this series and what has transpired so far, it really does look like Giannis is by himself on an island and he's performing at an incredibly high level and it just doesn't matter cuz the Bulls for some odd reason, Vooch is stepping up, Caruso's playing great, and then DeMar DeRozan, he has heard all of the criticism about the frozen this, the frozen that. The thing that people are not taking into consideration when it comes to DeRozan is the fact that he is not the same player he was in Toronto. He is like three to four times better than that version of himself, mm -hmm. and I'm really confident that he can take this team to the second round. This is the moment of his whole career. This series, the culmination of this series is the moment for his career. Wait, so who's going to win it? I mean, because you were very high on the Celtics. Are you, are you still I high? I st this he is must be high. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 420 was yesterday. So Ben Simmons is coming back game four. I don't think that, you know, that that is what it is. I still think that the Brooklyn Nets are still alive. Yeah. But if I was to pick right now, I would say the Celtics out of the East. And out of the West, I would say Golden State. But I don't think the Grizzlies can be looked Pass. And I think Phoenix has been great all year, but you take Devin Booker out and the Pelicans at the right moment, oh, here we it go. could happen. <laughs> it could happen.
That would be amazing if Chicago beat Milwaukee and the Pelicans beat the Suns. And Nick Kidd. <laughs> if that happens, I'm looking up at the sky for the horses. Because I, I, I can't see that. But, yeah, if you don't beat the Celtics in round one because Robert Williams III will be coming back, who's their best defender, yeah. mm-hmm. if you can't get the job done in round one, yeah, I, I have to agree with you at that point. Right now, I agree. I think the, the Nets are have a golden opportunity to beat even though they're down 0-2, but they're going back to Brooklyn for two. Uh, it's going to be a 50-50 game as far as Brooklyn Nets fans and Celtic fans being there. But if Ben Simmons can be that defensive presence, you don't need him to score, just play defense. You've got two guys who can score in Kyrie and yep. and uh, uh, KD and then Dragic, mm-hmm. who actually had a really good game uh, last night. So I think that's going to be, if you get the offense together, let Ben Simmons play defense. They got a shot, and yeah. they can beat. They can put the Celtics away. They're done. Yeah, move yeah. on. Well, time's gonna tell, guys. Time's yeah. gonna tell. Well, Villanova's Jay Wright surprisingly retired last night at the end of an era, and in the span of 13 months, Roy Williams, Mike Shashevsky, and Jay Wright have all retired. What does this mean for college basketball? You know, I mean, college sports, college football, college hoops, you know, are really run by the coaches. You know, when you think of the programs, the players come and they go, but it's those coaches, and those are three of the more, you know, historic, great coaches in uh, the history of of the sport and don't need to tell Jihei about Coach K. This is surprising. I mean, the Jay Wright one kind of shocked me because I did not even know he was thinking about it. Uh, Just went to the Final Four. This was not even a a, a talk. Again, the whole talk was this was Coach K's last Final Four. Um, So this is surprising. At the beginning, I was wondering if if this meant he had another job or was he going to go somewhere else? It does not seem like that's the um, case, but I mean, GA just as someone who really loves college hoops and Coach K in particular, I mean, this is the end of an era here. I mean, three of the most storied coaches, in, I mean, the number one guy, perhaps, and then really three of the top coaches. Yeah, no, it's definitely the end of an era. According to Twitter, um, Andy Katz tweeted out uh, he was told by a former staffer and close friend that um, Jay Wright plans to rest and likely do TV. Interesting. So, I mean, if that's the case, Good on him. Yeah. Good. Sit on his butt and just talk about basketball. I'm sure that's like the that's the dream for all of us, right? Yeah. So I want to know what's coming down the pike. Something, yeah, something's who's gonna coming. Him? Yeah, <laughs> nobody just walks right. away abruptly as he did. Well, and also you have to take into consideration the uh, this is the end of an era with NIL, with the transfer portal. Sure. Like you're gonna have to make certain adjustments. That some of these guys are probably like, I'm too old for this mess, and I, are just like, I just want to move forward. I say this all the time. Many coaches be on be on that pretty Tony type of vibe. <laughs> I keep okay. them broke. They wake up with some money. They subject to lose their minds. Anybody watch the Mac? The movie The Mac, that's exactly what these, <laughs> a lot of these coaches are on, that Pretty Tony vibe. And that's that's why I, I think some of them are, are moving on because they don't they want to keep these kids broke. They want to be the only ones out there making all the money and, and living off the blood, sweat, and tears of these athletes. Well, I think that it's also, to Arash's point, you know, it's college is a, a coach first, player yeah. second um, type of a, a thing. Well, how so. does it get there? I mean, you get rid of the the NCAA a hundred percent. No, no, I'm just saying. But how does how how did it become a coach first, player second situation? 
off the money. backs of the plate. For sure, yeah. it's 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 money right? it's money related. I'm not going to deny that whatsoever. I'm not going to deny that, and I'm glad that they're, these kids are getting paid. I'm glad for the NIL for them. I'm glad that they're you know finally getting theirs. As a former you know collegiate athlete that didn't make any money, like I I legit wasn't a scholarship player, so like I had to hustle. So. For the ones that are getting a scholarship, as my mom would say, and they're getting an education, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys can see my face because I'm just rolling my eyes out there. But um, yeah, we I, do have to get your mom on the show to have a <laughs> debate between you and your mom. On no, because I'm, I'm gonna sit over there eating <laughs> yeah, popcorn. Right. Yeah, no, it would legit like it would legit just be a fight because she she's my, my mom is in her 70s. She's just like set in her ways of like you know what like these kids are just. Um, they're athletes and they should go to college and this it's the best four years of your life. I'm like, I just, I, I don't want to get into a fight with my wonderful poor mom on something that I just heavily believe that should always have so, never been the case. So mom's on that Pretty Tony vibe too? Mom's on I the Pretty Tony it, vibe too. I keep her broke. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, and I don't think it's, this, she also came from a different, right, of course, different time, different environment, whatever. So it's, it's totally different when you're talking about somebody that grew up, you know, in the 50s and the 60s versus True. now. So it's two totally different eras. But that being said, yeah, I mean, it, it is the end of an era and we are not going to be seeing, I, I give like, and I love Shire and I think he's still going to do a great job and I know you have debates about this, Nick, but I think he's still going to do a great job because he's gotten in the last few classes, he's gotten in the top 20 kids into Duke. So we'll see how that goes. I give him 10 years and then he, he might he might that's go, a hell of a run, run though. I mean, it 10 is. years, I mean, it's not Coach K, but I mean, that, that's extremely rare to have a Coach K career. Well, long, ten long, years as long as Carolina keeps beating them, oh, <laughs> the hate, the hate, the hate. Yeah, no, but I still think it's the end of an era. And um, I, I mean, I would love, I would love for him to have another forty-year run. That'd be great, sure. you know. But I just don't foresee that ever happening in our lifetime. Like another, it's coach. so rare. Though. Yeah, I mean, just in, in general, it is extremely rare. But Gia, you brought up, I think, the key point. This is a different time period in college sports, and I think it's fantastic. And I think it's fantastic for uh, someone who's a supporter of USC in Hollywood, Los Angeles, the NIL, the ability to do things off the field. I mean, I mean, these kids can be recruited to be stars in Hollywood, and so I do think. Like, you know, just look at what USC football will do this year. Generally speaking, the turnaround would, would have had to have taken a few years. Just this offseason, this will be a top 10 team, I think. So, yeah, look at know. the transfer portal exactly. right now. Yeah. The transfer like, portal got, changes it. It changes the game. like, And it's great. Be and this actually makes college basketball, col like college sports in general, because now you're getting kids that are seasoned, right? You're getting, you know, Theo John came, came from Marquette to go to Duke and as a senior. And, like, you would have never, ever seen that. Right? You would have never seen that happen, you know, in, in years past. So transfer portal changes the game when it comes to college basketball. I'm excited for it. Yeah. yeah. And like you said with USC, I mean now not only is it a local story, but it's a national story sure. because LA now is a Dodger, Laker, Rams, and back on the map, USC football yeah. and then everybody else. Yeah, but what if you guys like don't win this the title this year or don't buy for a title this no, year? Does it still yeah, not matter? Nobody, okay. nobody, no, one, nobody, no one's expecting Yeah, nobody's expecting year. that. As long as you win the Pac-12 South yeah. and get to the Pac-12 Championship, I think that's the level of expect, realistic expectation right now. The championship game is still in... In Vegas. Vegas? Vegas, yeah, so that's good. But by the way, these the bring it national, to SoFi. The national <laughs> yeah. championship game is in SoFi Stadium. So how great would it be one year, following the Rams winning it at SoFi? What if USC football was the national championship well, yeah. at SoFi? You went there, Arash. I didn't get the invite. See, Arash <laughs> gets all the. 
That's Rosh very gets a- rare. No, but Nick gets the. Uh, <laughs> I go to Disneyland. I gotta try churros and uh, you know. Oh yeah, you gotta try the blue churros. Yes, yes. You're yes. everywhere though. I don't he is. Hear that. He You're does everywhere. the red carpets. He does entertainment. I try to follow just, this man. Know. This man has set the trend. Okay, I'm trying to catch up to this guy. I'm I'm, I'm LeBron catching up to Kareem over yeah, here. Right. <laughs> I got cap right here. <laughs> Uh, that is so not true. You are you really are everywhere though, man. He really is. Um, I mean, there's if, if if you see Dick Hamilton, you know you're at the right place. You're at the right party. <laughs> you're at the, the right spot. So yes. Paid endorsement by our well, guys, Mike Tyson repeatedly punched a belligerent passenger <laughs> on the plane who was sitting behind him and annoying him. Have you ever wished you could be Mike Tyson on a plane? Oh, yes. This is my favorite story of the day. I'm glad you brought this up. If you guys have not seen it, it's all over social. It's on TMZ. Um, so the, the great thing is you have to see it in totality. This guy is drunk. He's belligerent. They're in first class. This guy is standing up. Talking and rapping. I mean, I think Mike Tyson just wants to fly. He's he's just relaxed. And this guy will not stop. And uh, Mike literally laid into him like 1991 Mike Tyson. And it was like it was the guy's face was a punching bag. Um, so listen, I don't have that kind of rage, but I will tell you when you are on a flight with a TV screen, and if the passenger behind you screen does not work, and they think punching it um, will help. It does not help. It does not help. That just means that you're poking me. So listen, Mike Tyson punching that passenger. Generally speaking, you're like, oh my God, Mike Tyson punched him. If you watch this tape and realize that this guy is, and I'm assuming it's like Las Vegas to somewhere. You know, so this guy's had way too much to drink. Maybe the flight got delayed. He had a few shots. The funny thing is once Mike Tyson is done with him, the guy's bragging about his face being all, all beat up. It's hilarious. I was about to say, this is like a hangover two yes, moment, right? Where exactly. like they're like, man, he still got it. Like, why would you be bragging about that, man? Your face is all tore up. Like, I, I, I would not, I'd want to be Mike Tyson because I guess you have the ability to do that, but... I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end. No. By think, any means. I think Mike Tyson thought that was Mitch Green reincarnated. Because <laughs> there's no way, dude. First of all, I'm not poking Mike. You know. That's the thing. Mike just blazed one for the nation. So he's probably chilling. Yeah. He's comfortable. He's cool. We know how Mike feels about that. First of all, I'm not doing nothing. Even if I'm six foot four. Now, it gets very uncomfortable on airplanes. You got to twist and turn the same way like you playing Twister to try to get comfortable. Listen, I, be, I bumped Mike once. Mr. Champ, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Can I get you a drink? I'm trying everything I can to try to keep that man calm. I don't want no problems. Yeah. I don't want no issues with Mike Tyson. None. That dude, yeah, he was drunk and he was stupid. Yeah, I mean, even drunk, though, I don't think I would ever <laughs> want to sit there and be like, the only thing I would probably say is like, oh my gosh, it's Mike Tyson. That, and that's, that's it. That's, it. And that's the extent And I'm of saving it. that for when we get off the off plane. Off the plane. Yeah. And I like, don't want to bother this man. I've, I've met Mike Tyson. I was nervous. And we were at an event. Exactly. And I was nervous. I said, hey, champ. And I shook his hand. I politely asked him exactly. for a picture. And he was like, if he would have said no, I'd have been like, no That's problem, fine. champ. Yeah. Have a blessed day. You are a blessing to the ministry. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, whatever. Do you also think it's maybe because we are in media, so we do have to. No, listen. Generally to- speaking, if you see like a celebrity, and I'm not saying that you should go up to them. Hi, big fan. Can I have a picture or, or whatever? And then no, then you move on. This guy was a belligerent drunk, so that's why I say 
listen, no one deserves to get beat up, but maybe this guy deserved it slightly. All right, that's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying happy birthday, Nick Hamilton. Stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.